Good evening and welcome to People of Note on this Sunday evening. This is a program in which I talk to someone who is a person of note and we listen to music of their choice. My guest tonight is Samson Diamond, who's the leader of the Odeon Quartet, which is based at the University of the Free State, but he does lots of other things and we're going to be talking about that tonight. First of all, welcome, Samson. Thank you, Richard. It's such a pleasure to be here. It's very nice to have you on the program, especially as uh, we've just been working for a whole week on Starlight Classics. You've been leading the orchestra. Yeah, and it's been such a fantastic opportunity. And uh, again, I want to thank you for inviting me to lead the orchestra. Well, it's a great pleasure. And it's great to have you back in Joburg because you are a Joburg boy, right? I am indeed. And it's wonderful. Well, actually, uh, it, you know, in strange ways, with all the commotion that's been going on, sadly, in this part of town, I, I do miss Bloemfontein already. The quiet life. The quiet life in the desert. <laughs> well, how long have you been in Bloemfontein? It, this is now my sixth year. And your main job is the leader to be the leader of the quartet. Yes. Uh, uh, Which I'm is very unusual in South Africa, it I want to say. It is very yeah. unusual. It's the only resident string quartet uh, at a university, which is a permanent uh, resident string quartet. And I think it's a truly a wonderful uh, support from the university on its commitment to to the arts and uh, it, it is very strange that also it does happen to be in the heart of South Africa uh, but the establishment of the quartet was mainly be, uh, to also attract some of the best string players in the country and the one of the ways to keep them there was to create this uh, entity of uh, Odeon string quartet and just to clarify for the listeners, the name Odeon or Odeon comes from the, the name of the theater there, isn't it? There's, there's a concert hall. Yeah, it, it's actually, uh, architecturally, the, the shape of the music school is in a circle, which is a Greek word for Odeon, uh, which means theater, uh, you know, a sort of amphitheater that's in a circle. So zero O for Odeon. Okay, and this quartet has been in existence for quite some time. It has. It was established in 1991. Uh, and prior to that, they, it, they were sort of uh, in formation, but uh, the sort of formal appointment happened in 1991 through the university. And there have been various leaders, of course, uh, before my time. I'm actually the youngest in the quartet, I'm proud to say. And I, the, I think the first leader was Derek Oxer. Was it? Yes. Yes. Uh, and then Denise Sutton left? No, then, no? Uh, then it was um, uh, Schrittering. Jürgen Jürgen Schrittering. Uh, oh, so there have been several. Yeah, there have been several. Yeah. Uh, uh, Juan Munoz. Yes. And then Denise. And now myself. But it's great that it's kept going. And in fact, when you were talking, I was thinking, it's probably the only resident string quartet at a university in Africa. Yeah. I think it is, yeah, yeah. in the continent, yes. uh, it is, uh, which is truly quite exceptional. That's really, it's amazing. really special. And we're going to hear about your uh, plans for the quartet over the next year or so, but also all the other things you do. But let's uh, hear, first of all, Estralita. This is a piece by Manuel Ponce. That was a version of Estralita by Manuel Ponce, played by the Salon Music Ensemble. And... Um, Samson was just complaining that it wasn't the violin version, <laughs> which, of course, is much better than the clarinet. Oh, it is absolutely stunning, the violin version. I mean, 
Wow. It, it just really takes you to the stars. Yeah. So give us a little of your history. How did you start on the violin? Well, not so much in the stars. <laughs> it, was, it was more in the, uh, the dusty streets of Soweto, as people like to refer uh, uh, to it. But I was um, in Deep Kloof, uh, the famous uh, Deep Kloof uh, project, which was uh, um, the African Youth Ensemble. Uh, of, which, of Kolwane Mantu. Who, who died sadly very, recently, very, yes. yeah, yeah, very sadly. And uh, so that's where I started off uh, at his project. And and very quickly, with, within three months, uh, was a lady from Britain who had come in to help the program. And uh, her name is Rosemary Nolden. And uh, through the years, uh, so I had actually also uh, my first violin teacher, who uh, also sadly died was uh, Jabulani Lameni, whom you may remember as a viola player. I remember the name. Um, yeah. And so uh, then Rosemary uh, formed her own ensemble in 1997. Uh, and that's when I joined the Basket Ensemble as uh, leader, well, founding leader and member of the, of the orchestra. And um, then Basket played a huge role in supporting me through my studies. Uh, throughout um, high school and uh, at tertiary when I went to study abroad in Manchester. Where were you at high school? National School of the Arts in Bramson. Which was in Bramson, yeah. And then you went to study at Manchester? Yes, at the Royal Northern College of Music. And there was quite a strong link between Manchester and South Africa. Sir John Manuel, Manuel. I think, was yes, the, that's the right. principal or he whatever was the he was. Head, yeah. The head, yeah. Um, and he, well, I mean, uh, they accepted quite a, f well, you know, a few South Africans and helped them through through their studies, uh, especially in those difficult times in the uh, 80s and 90s, early 90s. And you were there for how long? I was uh, at the Royal Northern for five years uh, throughout to my uh, master's uh, degree and stayed on for another two years to uh, gain professional experience with uh, various orchestras. And tell us a bit about that. Where did you gain experience? Well, uh, they had these wonderful schemes, actually, uh, through uh, the colleges and the professional local orchestras, uh, one of them uh, being the Halle Orchestra um, and the BBC Philharmonic Orchestra and uh, Manchester Camerata, all based uh, within Manchester. And But I, at the end of the sort of professional experience scheme, you would audition for to gain further experience um, and they fund you as well to stay on. I So I won the Charles Helle Award. And so I, I then spent quite a bit of time with the Helle Orchestra. Uh, but of course, then I auditioned for other orchestras, including the Academy of St. Martin's in the Fields, uh, where I got to work with, uh, just, I've worked with quite a few people who are now gone, was, uh, but the late Neville, Sir Neville, Neville yeah. Mariner. Whom we uh, play a lot of on so, this station. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he did say he at some point the the academy was the most recorded orchestra in the world because that's really? all they did. They just yeah. uh, just recorded, recorded, and recorded everything, anything. They had over about five hundred CDs. Wow. Yeah. Well, it worked. It, it worked. Everyone yeah, knows they, about the academy. <laughs> absolutely, yeah. it was a fantastic, amazing. Well, we're not going to hear that academy now, but we're going to hear uh, music by Henry Purcell. When I'm Laid in Earth from Dido and Aeneas, Susan Graham is the soprano. Rather beautiful music, that, by Henry Purcell. Indeed. Yeah. 
Do you like any particular period of music? Do you like playing Baroque music or classical music, or what do you like playing? Well, you know, through my uh, studies with Rosemary, who um, is a Baroque specialist, so we started off on a lot of Baroque and um, early music. Um, and uh, through so studying, uh, I just wanted to refine my skills to, you know, broaden uh, my technique. Uh, and uh, so I, I was quite fond of uh, romantic music um, from, from an early age. So I sort of I, I find that I can express myself uh, and you'll probably hear quite a lot of slow movements uh, coming up because uh, I, I, there's something that I find to be so profound in, in, in them, um, so meaningful. So uh, in Baroque, I think it's, it's such a, a, a wonderful time period. And what I've enjoyed and what I've been lucky to do was to play on period instruments. And I've enjoyed uh, approaching music, uh, you know, it's now they refer to it as a historically informed performance practice. But I've enjoyed uh, playing music uh, with I intending to reach for the, you know, composer's intentions. Um, and uh, I find it to be purifying, as it were. Yeah. Do you get an opportunity to play on period instruments here. There are various groups there are, building up yes. in South Africa now, which yeah. is quite interesting. Yeah, well, <laughs> I, I, I studied Baroque violin and I, I, was, I had a recital uh, in Cape Town. And on the front row was my Baroque violin teacher. And um, and I was playing anything but Baroque music. I started off with some Ravel, um, and I actually announced to the audience that uh, 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 my old Baroque violin teacher is here, and she was really offended that I called her old. Uh, <laughs> what you meant was your Baroque violin my, my teacher. Baroque, yeah, because yeah, I think it was saying old and Baroque um, that that didn't go down well. Um, who was that? Uh, Dr. Pauline Nobes, um, and she did some work with uh, students at the. University of Stellenbosch, but I had been asked to uh, play with um, the Cape Town group uh, Tinta Barocca. They're very good. They're, they're, they're really good. Yeah. But uh, I'm afraid, yeah. When I came back uh, to South Africa, I was uh, really determined that uh, I think a Baroque violin won't uh, save me any purpose, and um, so I just specialized in modern violin, um, which. Then again, I mean, referring to your previous question, whether I enjoy the particular kind of music, then, you know, what I enjoy actually is more modern violin. I play a lot of that and I've sort of ventured even to uh, light jazz and so on. So I think, um, well, I mean, for any musician, I don't think it's a good thing to limit yourself. Specializing is very... Um, is limiting for anybody. Yeah. And we're, we're going to talk about that. We're going to listen to a piece of music now. Uh, this is by uh, John Taverner, a modern composer. Mm. It's called The Lamb, and it's not uh, instrumental music, but I want to talk about generalists and particularists in mm. South Africa, which we're going to talk about now. Here comes music by John Taverner. This is called The Lamb. That was a piece called The Lamb by John Taverner, and it featured a choir called the 16 under Harry Christophers. And it's the choice of Samson Diamond, who's my guest in People of Note. Samson is the leader of the Odeon String Quartet in Bloemfontein, but he's in Joburg at the moment, and many listeners may have been to Starlight Classics. He was leading the orchestra at Starlight Classics. And I guess you've done guest leading in other places too. But let before we get onto that, I just want to talk about 
generalists because in South Africa it's hard to be a sort of expert in one thing because we do so many different things. I mean, one week you're playing Starlight Classics, one week you're playing String Quartets by Haydn, one week you're doing something else. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, And I think uh, that is really, it it, it enhances uh, your musicianship. Uh, I think in South Africa, more especially, it's very difficult to specialize uh, simply because with the it, it's the the level of, of of playing as well and also with the audiences that we have uh, that if you if you had to specialize you would be narrowing your well your audience and certainly your scope because uh, it's hard enough to even get audiences to come to concerts to anything to anything yeah. and um, and and specializing uh, in well as I suppose I mean as instrumentalism because we can read uh, you know, what we can transmit from the page. I mean, it's a, there's no limits, really. And I think um, more and more people should be encouraged to have played music from uh, Monteverdi to George Crumb, you know, with um, electric string quartets and tam-tams and wine, glass, wine glasses, yeah, crystal glasses. Uh, you now you know what's in my head now on a Sunday evening. Um, and uh, And I think that people should not limit themselves. It, it just really... Uh, broaden your scope. My feeling is, and I I say this having lived in Europe myself, I lived in England for eight years, was that there people did get easily into little boxes. So, for example, if I'd stayed at Chichester where I was, I would have been in one particular field of church music my whole life, I think. But coming back here actually opened up all sorts of other things for me, which was wonderful. Yeah, and, and, and I think it's, it's fantastic. The, the thing about uh, specializing in Europe is about um, association. So people identify with you for a particular brand, and it's very difficult to, to come out of it. Uh, and I can see also with some of our singers who go abroad, I, I'm thinking particularly of uh, Siabonga Makungo, who's mm. in Chemnitz. In Chemnitz, he only sings operatic roles. Actually, when he was here, he was singing in Starlight Classics and 20 Tenors and all sorts of other genres, Mm. uh, which enriched him Mm. and his music making. Yeah, it it becomes, um, it's, you you know, uh, they say when you're specializing, you're refining, so you get better doing that one thing. Uh, But on the other hand, it limits your scope. Yeah. Well, we're going from John Taverner and the Sixteen and Manuel Ponce and Henry Purcell, we're now going to hear Richard Wagner. And you were talking about the romantic violin. Here's some romantic playing from the Chicago Symphony Orchestra. It's the Overture Tannhäuser. The Overture to Tannhäuser by Richard Wagner, the Chicago Symphony Orchestra with their blazing brass, conducted by Daniel Barenboim, the choice of Samson Diamond, who's my guest in People of Note. You said you like playing romantic stuff do you get much opportunity tell us about the musical life of Bloemfontein before I get to that yes. I, I want to tell you about this uh, uh, Wagner and why I chose it oh, because yes. it was a uh, interesting choice of um, uh, a conductor aspiring and a fantastic uh, advocate for, for classical music in Tanzania Raymond Hegima and he, he time to time he invites uh, South African musicians to uh, join up his orchestra and his uh, choir uh, for a spectacular of of, of music, and in uh, Kenya, 
in in Dar es Salaam. Dar es Salaam, yeah. Tanzania. Yeah, and he, um, and his choice of music, of course, is quite ambitious. Uh, including the Tannhauser, of course. Uh, one one my first invitation was to go play the Sibelius Violin Concerto, <laughs> uh, which I did actually. And um, somebody said a week earlier, oh, you know, Sammy, I wouldn't even worry about uh, practicing for this one, really. Um, and I got there. No, well, of course, I didn't take the advice because uh, these things end up on YouTube. Uh, so in any case, uh, the second year uh, he wanted to uh, have the Tannhauser, but we had uh, quite a few uh, South African brass players uh, who, who had had a few drinks uh, prior to the performance. So as you know, in the string section, we've got a ba da 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 ba da, which carries on in the semi quavers, um, and uh, they played a tune. Uh, and every four or every two bars would have to compensate for their breathing, which was like Bobby, <gasps> Baba. <laughs> so I will never forget that piece. It's just absolutely amusing trying to uh, juggle that in a performance. Now, this is going to be an interesting story too. We'll come back to Bloemfontein because, in general, we know very little about the musical life of the rest of Africa. Mm-hmm. There are orchestras in West Africa. Mm-hmm. There are certainly orchestras in Morocco, mm-hmm. Tunis, Egypt, mm-hmm. and there's obviously an orchestra or some orchestral activity going on in Tanzania. In Tanzania. Yeah. So just tell us a bit about it. Well, and in 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 East Africa, so Kenya and um, and Tanzania, they. Tanzania actually there's not so much uh, classical music going on. I mean, I think Hakima uh, Raymond is single-handedly. Uh, you know, uh, supporting uh, the the genre, but uh, Kenya they have an orchestra there, so he he gets musicians also from Uganda, um, and uh, I have a student actually at the moment of uh, in Bloemfontein from uh, Ghana, uh, Accra, and uh, and he was just uh, lamenting on on how the uh, the orchestras have declined, you know, in West Africa, in, in West Africa, yeah. and it's a uh, uh, and he was just saying that you know it's so sad when you, you hear also uh, people talking about transformation in South Africa, and uh, we were arguing that whether you know transformation or elimination, uh, because um, there's quite a lot of um, uh, places now where they used to have uh, orchestras and have now yeah yeah well yeah. also in South Africa we yeah. we are going through that uh, where we uh, when something doesn't always, uh, well, when we don't understand it, we usually try to get rid of it. So it's not only happening here, but but I do, I'm very interested in this, uh, the, the orchestral music in the rest of Africa. I've been sent videos of a church orchestra in Ghana mm. and in Zambia, an unbelievable huge orchestra, mostly strings actually, mm. playing in, in a church in Zambia. Quite wow, incredible. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. And there are many things about Africa. I mean, the, you know that old saying, ex Africa, aliquid sempre nova. There's always something new yeah. out of Africa. Unexpected. It's yeah. really extraordinary. It, it is extraordinary. And I, yeah. I, we've been actually trying to play a, a more of a uh, pivotal role in teaching. Uh, we've, we've had some students who have uh, reached out to the quartet because I've traveled to Tanzania with my quartet to lead the different sections of the, uh, the string section. And I, uh, I found that you know, of course the biggest gap is teaching now. You know, access uh, with the internet it helps, but uh, more and more people actually are still looking for teachers. You know, you still have to engage 
uh, with the students. So there's so much that we could do in, in Africa to uh, work together, far better than we have done this week. <laughs> well, we'll come on to Bloemfontein after this. We're going to hear some Beethoven now. And we've got to talk about Beethoven as well, because next year is his 250th. This is part, the second movement of the Symphony Number no. 7 by Beethoven. It's played by the Budapest Festival Orchestra under Ivan Fischer. Allegretto, the second movement of the Symphony Number no. 7 in A Major by Beethoven. That was the Budapest Festival Orchestra under Ivan Fischer. The choice of Samson Diamond, who's my guest tonight. He's the leader of the Odeon String Quartet in Bloemfontein, but he does lots of other things too, as we are hearing. Beethoven, we've got a big anniversary next year, 250 years since his birth. Yes. And I'm sure you're planning something. Well, um, we're also being really ambitious. We're playing, uh, as most people will know about that, late Beethoven quartets. Um, and we've we've also looked at uh, we've played all of his uh, middle quartets, the Razamovskis. Uh, we intend to actually present um, the Grosse Fuge in its original form, as it was the last movement of his uh, Opus One Thirty uh, string quartet. So, and 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 in between that, there'll be lots of violin sonatas. I, I was actually thinking of playing one because they're twelve, so we'll play one violin sonata a month. But I think that'll be a long year of Beethoven, <laughs> so we have to choose something. Uh, but this will be around March, um, in, in when which is the time when he died, actually. When you're doing what the late quartets or well, a well, late a, quartet? Yeah, well, when we will do a sort of a little bit of a Beethoven festival, uh, marathon of some of his pieces. We won't play all of his late quartets. It's actually, it's easy to do a Beethoven festival because there's a lot to choose from. Absolutely yeah. great You can have pianists, you can have orchestras, yep. you can have opera, you can have uh, quartets. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, trios, duos, whatever. Yeah, and we will do that. We'll have uh, duos. There will also be uh, string trios that he's written. And this is in Bloemfontein. In Bloemfontein. Yeah. I'm afraid uh, on your way to Cape Town, there is a place called uh, Bloemfontein. It's really a perfect stop. This is how I got to find out about Bloemfontein as well, because I didn't know where it was. Um, and I always, you know, because, you know, when you stop, actually, you don't even think that it's, um, there will be, you know, two universities and uh, teaching hospital. It's, in yeah. a hospital. it's it's amazing. Uh, so, yes, it's quite a, it's a destination now. Yeah. And um, also, I just want to mention that you'll be playing in the uh, International Mozart Festival, which happens in at the end of January next year. That happens in Joburg, another city in South Africa that some people <laughs> may know about. <laughs> On your way to Limpopo. On your way to Limpopo from Bloemfontein. <laughs> yeah. It's sort of halfway. <laughs> Uh, yes, Samson and the Odeon Quartet will be playing in that festival as well, and we're sort of in the stages of planning that now, and there will be lots of exciting concerts, including Beethoven 9. Wow. Yeah, so uh, maybe you could come and play in that as well, you see. Yeah, well, we've done that with, uh, in, in uh, Swahili as well. We're in Tanzania. In Tanzania. You see. It's, a, so it's really amazing. That's an idea. Yeah. Well, there's lots more to talk about, but it's just about uh, 7 o'clock now, so we're going to take a short break, and then after the break, we'll talk more about Bloemfontein, hub of the universe. <laughs> that was the slow movement of the Piano Concerto Number no. 5 in E-flat major by Beethoven. Murray Pariah was the pianist, and the Royal Concertobau Orchestra was conducted by Bernard Heitink. And that is the choice of... 
Samson Diamond. You're listening to Classic 1027. The program is People of Note. Samson has been up in Joburg to lead the orchestra at Starlight Classics, and I'm sure many of you listeners were at Starlight Classics, so you would have seen him leading the orchestra. But something else that he does from time to time is to lead an orchestra based in Britain called the Chinooka Orchestra. Just tell us about this. Well, Chinooka is uh, Nigerian for surprise. Uh, if you watch, uh, I'm sure you spend a lot of time watching uh, Nigerian, Nigerian programs. films. You're yes. right. <laughs> uh, and, and whenever they're surprised, they say, uh, eh, eh, Chinooka, you know, when they're surprised with something. So, um, so this is a surprise orchestra. <laughs> well, what it is, though, it's, a, it's, the f- it's the Europe's first uh, BME, which was the Black Ethnic Minority Orchestra. And it was formed to uh, basically uh, showcase that actually there are black uh, classical musicians uh, out there. And, well, but although, uh, well, out there in the world, I mean, not because they, they actually couldn't make up an orchestra of black musicians, of, of, of musicians in Britain only. Okay, let's just have a little bubble for a moment. Yeah. Because uh, is the, you say that as though there are not many black musicians around in Europe. Is that true? Yes, that's true. And that's that's why it's such a big statement for, for even for for the audiences as well, because you know, one of the things I mean I lived and played in uh, uh, in the UK, but I would also find myself uh, in in a concert hall being the only black person, literally, literally the only black person. So on stage and also if you look around in the audience, and uh, Chichi Nwanoku who founded the, the Chinika Foundation and the orchestra um, herself as a uh, principal base of the OAE. She had spent many years also when she actually, it didn't bother her, but then uh, somebody approached her that, you know, why aren't there more people like you? And uh, and she made a statement that actually that is, uh, uh, we're going to change that. And she's doing that. And it really has taken off. And, and there have been so many, and diversity is the big word now uh, they're talking about in Europe, that they need to, you know, diversify. Yeah. Yeah. And so this orchestra, the Chinooka Orchestra, is, is it ethnic minority or is it black? Ethnic minority. So, so it could be Arab. Arab. What, tell me do. what else. Yeah, yeah. well, it's uh, pretty much an Asian yeah. Um, uh, Indian, oh, I mean, yeah, definitely Arab as well. Uh, it sounds and quite funny to talk about Asians as ethnic minorities. There's probably more Asians <laughs> than almost anything else <laughs> on the planet. Absolutely. Yeah. But you see, they're looking at it in, in, uh, in, in European Britain, terms. In yeah, European yeah. terms. Uh, although uh, uh, Simon Rettel's son plays in the orchestra time to time. Um, so, you know, we're, it, it's now bec- it's, it's inclusive. It's now become something that people want to do. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And I think the, the whole idea is uh, was to change the demographic of the audience, um, also because you now have a, you know because audiences also wanted to see an orchestra that uh, demographically represented them. And has uh, it worked? It has worked. I've never seen so many black people at a classical concert before. I mean, well, you know what was amazing about the first concert uh, for Chinookam at the Queen Elizabeth Hall in uh, in 2015? Um, I was invited as uh, to as principal second of the, uh, the orchestra, and when we walked on, we got a stand ovation. <laughs> I, I, that's yeah. never happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
uh, for any orchestra in a key, you, we only had to turn up, and that was good <laughs> enough. <laughs> but they can really play these days. Like, yeah, it's yeah. A, it's a, the orchestra is, is doing fantastic things. And do you do the same with conductors? Uh, I mean, yes, yeah, yes. They, they try to, um, and, and c- conductors and composers uh, to try and play uh, music of black composers, uh, uh, one English one, uh, Samuel Coleridge-Taylor. Uh, in fact, that was the sort of, his ballad was yeah. the opening of uh, of that concert. He, his music was extremely popular at one time, Yeah, but it's gone out of fashion now. Yeah. 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 I mean, there was a time when every choral society sang Hiawatha's Wedding Feast. Yeah, We've done it here yeah. in Joburg. Mm. It's a nice piece. Um, and he was known as the Black Marler at yeah. one time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. his music is extraordinary. Yeah. It's just so sad that he, you know, he died, he died penniless. Yeah. yeah, and um, penniless. I, I've met his daughter, actually. She came to South Africa. In oh, fact, really? she lived here for a while. Oh, wow. Yeah. So um, he's a great-grandson. Um, apparently, there's a documentary that was out, but he actually didn't know that um, his father, uh, because he read it in the paper that you know Britain uh, uh, commemorates a black uh, composer. And so he went to the grandma and said, I didn't know that my great-grandfather was black. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we're going to play some more music now. This is by Mendelssohn from his Reformation. We're talking about Reformation in many senses. This is the Symphony Number no. 5 in D major. It's the fourth movement. The fourth movement of the Reformation Symphony. Symphony Number no. 5 by Felix Mendelssohn, played by the Munich Symphony Orchestra under Albert Lizio. The choice of Samson Diamond, who's my guest in People of Note. Samson grew up in Joburg, but now lives and studied abroad, now lives in Bloemfontein as the leader of the Odeon String Quartet. But we are talking about the Chinnaka Orchestra, which is an all-black-slash-ethnic minority orchestra, which operates out of London. Yeah, it's based in London. But you were telling me off-air now that you're going on tour somewhere. Yes. Uh, so I've been uh, invited uh, back. Uh, oh, you're still leading the seconds, by the way. No, leading. Now I've been invited to lead the orchestra. So, yeah, Whoa, is, you've uh, had promotion. I, I've been promoted. That's right. In fact, I, 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 my first promotion started a little bit earlier in the year uh, when we did something incredibly amazing. We, um, we played um, DJ music at the Royal Albert Hall. This was a spectacular. So it was orchestra and DJ, sort of electronic music. Um, and this was an amazing uh, showcase of diversity now, where you have uh, an orchestra playing with a DJ. Or at rappers. The Royal, yeah, yeah at, at the Royal Albert Hall. Uh, and the, the, the place was just buzzing with energy. Different and audience. And packed. Uh, and this is great also for th- th- that kind of audience to see an orchestra in that light again, which is what we were referring to earlier, not specializing and showing, you know, a good sense of diversity, which is, I think, the world needs more of that. Yeah, yeah. And and touring to Europe, what's that so, all about? Um, the the orchestra has invited me to, uh, well, the Chinnika Foundation, they've invited me to uh, lead the orchestra on their first Europe tour. Oh, first big uh, Europe tour where they're playing um, Brahms Symphony Number no. Two and uh, Samuel Coleridge Taylor's Violin Concerto. Uh, uh, are you playing that? No, no I'm, I'm no. not playing that. Oh goodness, I'd be. Uh, 
So you'd be a shaking to, wreck. To, yeah, it'd be a shaking wreck. So it's incredibly difficult. Yeah. Uh, that work, uh, but it, it has been recorded also with an orchestra here in, in South Africa. Yeah. It, uh, so I'll be uh, on tour for about two and a half weeks uh, around Germany, Belgium, Holland, and and England as well. Yeah, because in all those cities there are huge minority groups living now. Yeah. 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 So one hopes they're all going to turn out. And you also mentioned there's a possibility of a prom. Yes, yeah, that'll be next year. Uh, it's, it's all, I think it's, it's probably one of, it will be a, a big one. So everything is a bit hush hush because. Oh, uh, I see, sorry. Of the, but there will be a prom next year. They always are. <laughs> but it, it, they, I think the curating process is to uh, completely change the outlook of the orchestra as well, and uh, perhaps even the outlook of the conductor. So do you think there's a, a future for a, for a more full-time operation with Chinaka? I believe so. They, they're certainly receiving uh, the will. I would say for in terms of orchestra, uh, yes, it's, it's a young uh, orchestra. Uh, so you, you mean the, the the staffing of the orchestra is young, or, or all, all round actually? Yeah. yeah. So the, the players are quite young, but also it's been uh, operating for just over uh, three years now. But and, there's a good vibe, and there's a good vibe. It it has support from uh, I think the uh, the British Arts Council. Uh, it, the the thing about um, uh, you know, it, I, I see it. It's a, it's a movement, and I think it's a necessary thing also to see in South Africa and here because uh, uh, the, we're talking about you know, diversifying audiences. Um, and you, you know, you think with, with a country with majority black people, you wonder if they wouldn't be interested to see an orchestra that is demographically representative. And and there's also an argument that whether if you have an orchestra um, that is demographically representative. Uh, that people would actually see themselves in that, yeah, and, and would and aspire to, yeah, to that. Yeah. yeah, so we we hope that it, it will in some ways, you know, a um, little bit of that spill over to South Africa. Is there so, a chance of bringing them here? With lots of money, nothing is impossible. Oh, it's expensive. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's musicians from uh, all over Europe, and 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 then maybe oh, one and or two all have to fly in, in all South all Africa, and we have to we are all flown over. Yeah. All right, um, but maybe after your next piece of music, you can tell us about the Chinaka Foundation and how it operates. Yep. But we've got lots of other things to talk about. Mm. Here comes a piece of music by Arvo Pert. You talked about contemporary music. This is called Fratres for Violin, String Orchestra, and Percussion. Daniel Hope is the violinist, born in Durban with the Berlin Chamber Orchestra. That was music by Arvo Pert. Fratres for violin, string orchestra and percussion. Daniel Hope was the violinist, the Berlin Chamber Orchestra, conducted by Simon Halsey, the choice of Samson Diamond, my guest in People of Note tonight. But I, I, I love that piece. There, there are so many different versions of it. Um, and there's also a, just the string and percussion version. And we, we were doing a... We had a conductor who came out, you know, they, do, they suggest programs, and so they wanted, you know, they just said Fratres... Uh, for for orchestra, but the version that we got was the violin uh, and a string orchestra. So on the first day when we're reading this, he starts conducting, and I play the beginning bit, which is like uh, about a minute of a uh, cadenza for for violin. Uh, and he looked at me really strangely. He said, "This is not the version I know." <laughs> 
<laughs> it was too late that then he said okay we'll play because actually it, it sounds great it, but it was uh, the look on his face was just absolutely unforgettable yeah uh, just tell us about your Haydn project though because the Odeon String Quartet of which you are the leader has got a project coming up yeah, well, we've already commenced on um, a project for playing all of uh, Haydn's 68 string quartets. And we do quite a lot of uh, lunch hour concerts um, uh, in, in, on campus in Bloemfontein. And, uh, you know, they're well received. Uh, again, you know, music by uh, Haydn is just so accessible. Uh, and some of those string quartets are real gems, are really extraordinary, uh, full of humor, uh, I, I don't know how he found the time because it's just, it, it just uh, his slow movements are, are in, incredibly beautiful. And I find it very interesting that I think probably because of Mozart, Haydn is underestimated as a composer. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, it, it completely. And I think uh, the more and more people, you know, when, when they hear his movie, they think, oh, is that Haydn? I, I, I didn't know. Because you know, I think they'll, uh, he wrote so many pieces. There are some really unsuccessful ones. Uh, but the, the more we delve into it, we, we, we find uh, some really deep-rooted, beautiful m- musicianship. Yeah. In it. And, and uh, your quartet and my choir had a very successful project of the seven last, last words, words yeah which was fantastic it was it was beautiful. really beautiful it's, it's really yeah. extraordinary and I, I you know it, it's a pity that you know it didn't catch on with uh, audiences in Bloemfontein um, where I think they're just spoiled I mean we, we, we must start thinking about moving to a dying string quartet we should become <laughs> a national we could we can be based anywhere now no but it, it is a, a struggle when you know in any city when you have a resident ensemble people think that they'll always hear it and uh, well, always and of course, the good thing for you about being in Bloemfontein is that being the resident string ensemble or string quartet, you're actually paid to be there, yeah. which is fantastic. Yeah, it's a privilege. It's a great privilege. And uh, I hope you guys realize what a great privilege it is. Uh, it really is. And, yeah. and that's why we're uh, forever uh, eternally grateful to the university. But you've got some other concerts coming up. So that's an ongoing project. Yes. Um, you've got coming up on the 15th of September something at UNISA? Yes, uh, we'll be playing uh, with uh, my two colleagues, Dan Ray, the clarinetist, and Greta Nothling, uh, pianist, uh, some clarinet uh, trios. Um, all interesting uh, composers. Um, it's Kletzma sort of music, uh, Kachaturian, uh, Milhau, and... Uh, I suppose I better start looking at them, but uh, <laughs> no, I have. It, it's a uh, incredibly difficult pieces uh, to put together. Uh, but I mean, uh, th- this is again about uh, not necessarily repertoire that I would always do. So some of the other chamber works that I've uh, done, like the quartet for the end of time or quartet of the end of time, uh, it's a uh, in- extraordinary work. Which um, if for other people they wouldn't even dare to play it. Uh, so I, I really uh, enjoy the space where I get to play a lot of chamber music with many interesting artists. So you're being challenged all the time. Absolutely. Which is fantastic. So you've got quite a lot of things coming up. We're going to listen to your, another piece of music. This is by Tchaikovsky. So maybe you've got a story behind this. It's the slow movement. You said earlier you liked slow movements. Yeah. Of the Souvenir de Florence, it's played by the Borodin Quartet with some additional players, Yuri Yurov on viola, and Mikhail Milman on cello. 
That was the slow movement Adagio Cantabile from the Souvenir de Florence by Tchaikovsky, played by the Borodin Quartet with a couple of other players thrown in for good measure. Yeah, we, in fact, we've also done uh, the same work um, for in for Mandela's um, centenary uh, last year uh, for an award-winning production, uh, Reflections on a Legend. Oh, four double six. Yeah, four triple six four. Yeah, and uh, we juxtaposed that with the chamber group. So we had a string quartet, uh, three sextets, and a quartet at the end. Uh, and one of the works was uh, uh, Tchaikovsky's uh, Souvenir de Florence. And uh, the, the slow movement, we used it to uh, juxtapose his life uh, with, with uh, the, the young uh, life before uh, he was in, uh, in prison with uh, his marriage to, to Winnie. Uh, so you hear this uh, love duet between the cello and the violin uh, and we used images and so on. Uh, and we had a narrator as well. And uh, I think when when you hear the music in in that light, you, you it it's it, it's really stirring, quite beautiful. And that's one of the privileges we we get with the uh, Dyer String Quartet that we collaborate with um, a lot of great um, artists. So this we, we could bring in uh, two other musicians, uh, including uh, on cello Susan Maton and uh, Louise Lansdowne, uh, who came down to Bloemfontein to uh, present uh, this program with us. But also we presented it at the National um, uh, Arts Festival. Arts Festival. And in it's Makanda. a national school of the arts. <laughs> in, in Makanda. Mm. And Louise Lansdowne, of course, is another connection with the Royal Northern, I think, isn't she? Yeah, she was at the Royal Northern, but she's now in Birmingham, okay. uh, Royal Birmingham Conservatoire as head of strings there. Yeah. And what about the other music in Bloemfontein? Uh, we've talked about your quartet, but yep. there's also an orchestra which operates there. Yeah. So uh, uh, what's uh, pivotal with our roles as uh, the Odile String Quartet is that we are also the leaders of the string section of the Free State Symphony Orchestra, uh, which is... Uh, based in Bloemfontein, but it's an initiative to uh, attract students and to combine uh, amateurs, professionals, and students uh, to have symphonic concerts. Uh, and it, more so now, it runs as a sort of, we run in a capacity for uh, teaching and helping the students to gain professional experience. And uh, next week, or this week now, when I return to Bloemfontein, um, it will be uh, we're presenting a concert with uh, Gerard Kosten who's coming out uh, to, to work with us and uh, Megan Jeffrey Prince will be playing Beethoven's uh, fifth uh, piano concerto which we've heard earlier yeah well so there's lots going on in Bloomfield absolutely it's a, it is really buzzing with um, uh, cultural activity there we are it is the hub of the universe <laughs> and Samson has been up here. Samson Diamond's been my guest on People of Note. He's been up here leading the orchestra for Starlight Classics. And uh, I have to say, we had, uh, you are from Buscade. We had, I don't know, five members of Buscade playing in the first violins. That's right. Yeah. It's quite extraordinary. Yeah. I think all of them had been uh, leader of the ensemble at some point. Yeah. So uh, we've got at least some diversity in the orchestra here. Absolutely. Not quite like the Chinnacle orchestra <laughs> you were talking about. But it's been a great pleasure having you on the program. Thank and, you And so thank you much. for coming, especially on, in your time off from so. leading the orchestra. And 
it sounds that you've got some wonderful initiatives going and it really gives me hope for South Africa, for our music here and for the music of Bloemfontein. So thank you for all that you're doing and thank you for coming on the program. Thank you for inviting me. It really is such a privilege and uh, we will. I hope that it will inspire more people to collaborate, collaborate and collaborate. You've been listening to People of Note on Classic 1027. This program is broadcast every Sunday from 6 to 8. And we thank you at home for listening. And thanks to Pete Buerta for helping us put it all together. And until next time, from all of us here at Classic 1027, we wish you a very good night.